Welcome back to Memoirs, where the good life is filled with bad dates. Don't forget to read Memoirs online at www.men-moirs.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at therapist underscore bay underscore. Let's go ahead and get into episode two, The Insecure Man. Outside of Tinder, my most popular referral source for dates had become Kroger. Nearly every time I shopped at the grocery store, I was approached by a hungry bachelor. I had discovered within weeks of moving to Atlanta that there was no point in going to clubs to meet men when one could simply walk down the frozen food aisle during late evening and have much more success. I was debating which flavor of gelato I wanted to splurge on when I got overly excited and took a step back, bumping into a shopper. Oh, excuse me, I said apologetically flustered as I backed up to see who I had potentially offended in my haste to purchase a frozen dessert. It was at that moment that I looked up and realized I had mistakenly bumped into a stallion. No worries, he said with a smile as our eyes locked. I couldn't help but think that this would be an adorable opening scene in a romantic comedy. Independent woman preparing for a night of binge eating when she meets Prince Charming, the thought was nothing short of a fantasy a page right out of my lactose intolerant dreams. I thoroughly scanned him with my eyes and noticed he was draped in a hoodie with his hood up covering his ears. This was uncommon given the hot Atlanta heat. Underneath his unorthodox fashions was an even caramel skin tone and a bright white smile. How's your night going? He asked. Pretty good, how about you? Better now, he said, attempting to make a tired line smooth. All right, you got him. Just reel him in, I thought as I gave myself a pep talk. I'm Trey, by the way, he continued. We exchanged numbers, and from there we hit it off. We messaged every day and had nightly pillow talk. Through our conversations, I learned that he was a graduate student and a professional boxer. With both of us having busy schedules, finding time to see each other was a challenge. After talking for a week and being unable to arrange a date, Trey invited me to one of his boxing matches. I agreed to attend, but I found the idea of watching him fight while sitting with his family and friends to be a wifely activity and far outside of my scope of practice. Naturally, I called for backup in the form of my best friend, Neek. Neek was already planning to visit me in Atlanta, but somehow I managed to convince her to accompany me to Trey's boxing match, which was an hour outside of the city. I framed it as a fun road trip and agreed to bring snacks, After that, she was all in. The night of the fight, we arrived at a rundown building in Gainesville, Georgia. We quickly realized we were the only minorities in attendance as we walked through a crowd filled with cigarette smoke and elderly men clenching dip cups for chewing tobacco. Girl, where the hell you got me? Neek whispered as we made our way to our seat. The show started with the duo playing the national anthem on accordion and then the fighting commenced. Trey walked out shadow boxing in a hooded silk robe while Jay-Z, show me what you got, blasted. Ooh, he's cute. Look at him coming out swinging. All right now. Neek was excited. Although Trey and I weren't officially together, I was bragging on him. I nudged her and replied. I told you he was cute. He's really sweet too. No wonder you wanted to come see him. He's... At that moment, Trey dropped his robe and Neek and I dropped our jaws. He's, uh, Neek began to stutter. Bald in the middle, I mumbled. 
I was astonished. As observant as I am, I didn't realize he had a palm-sized bald spot at the top of his head. I had been hat-fished. He's, uh, he's rocking it, though. You know, giving me that fly uncle vibe, Neek whispered as if it would make me feel better. Oh, shut up, Neek, I hissed. It's no big deal. So what? You got you a skittle-diddle. I was so preoccupied with questioning how I failed to realize my Kroger cutie was missing hair that I didn't realize he was getting beat up. It wasn't until I heard the crowd gasp that I snapped back into reality. Trey was on the ropes with a busted face getting drilled by his opponent. Aw, shit. Neek's commentary was one of extreme concern. Moments later, Trey dropped to the floor and it was declared a knockout. We stuck around after the fight to show support. When he finally emerged from the locker room, he was wearing a snug scully, t-shirt, and sweatpants. His spirit was broken, and his responses were a maximum of two to three words. His face was swollen and scratched, and his nose had been bandaged. I attempted to cheer him up, but it was of no use. Days later, I met up with Trey for coffee. As we sat on the patio, he moped with his head down, and I got an up-close and personal look at his bald spot. I would have won if you weren't there, he said in an agitated tone. Do you think I made you nervous? I asked, confused. No, I'm never nervous. You and your friend don't even understand boxing. You shouldn't have came. That game was rigged. Bet y'all probably couldn't see that. I couldn't believe it. It was bad enough I had been hoodwinked by his illusion of hair, but now he was blaming me. I had no problem playing along with the the game was rigged routine when there was legitimate suspicion. I had agreed with my ex for years that NBA 2K was cheating him out of victories just to protect his ego. However, the boxing match had not been rigged, and I could not get on board with that concept. Trey had gotten beat up, fair and square. Excuse me? You're excused? I mean, I forgive you and all, but you know, I'm the next Mayweather. I can't make mistakes like this again. There was an awkward pause, and then he continued. I need to practice fighting more. I can't date right now. Well, there's no arguing with that, I responded, allowing my passive-aggressive nature to shine through. This was a new low. I was being dumped by a guy with two black eyes and a shattered nose. I wish Trey the best despite my agitation with his deceit. I learned a lesson from it all. If a man crops his head off in Instagram pictures, don't trust him. A lack of transparency results in distrust and deep issues of insecurity. Dalai Lama. And this concludes episode two of Memoirs. Be sure to share it with your friends.